For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. Jehovah's law condemns sinners. Our righteousness is apart from the law. So what's the purpose of God's law? Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. This is a portion of chapter 19 from the Westminster Confession of Faith. Although true believers be not under the law as a covenant of works, to be thereby justified or condemned, yet it is of great use to them, as well as to others, in that, as a rule of life informing them of the will of God and their duty, it directs and binds them to walk accordingly, discovering also the sinful pollutions of their nature, hearts, and lives, so as, examining themselves thereby, they may come to further conviction of, humiliation for, and hatred against sin together with a clearer sight of the need they have of Christ and the perfection of His obedience. Hear now God's Word, holy, inspired, and inerrant, as we have it for us in Galatians 3, verses 23 through 29. But before faith came, we were kept in custody under the law, being shut up to the faith which was later to be revealed. Therefore the law has become our tutor to lead us to Christ, so that we may be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free man. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ... Then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to the promise. The Reformers taught a threefold purpose of God's law, to restrain evil, to lead sinners to Christ, and to teach believers how to live with gratitude to God for his blessings. In this passage, Paul focuses on the second purpose, the law as a tutor that leads us to Christ. More specifically, that leads us to be justified by faith alone in Christ alone. For Christ alone is the one mediator between God and man, between a perfectly holy God and totally depraved mankind, Jew and Greek, slave and free, male and female. Apart from Christ, all are in bondage to sin. But in Christ, we are freed from that bondage. The verses immediately preceding our text declare If a law had been given which was able to impart life, then righteousness would indeed have been based on the law. But the scripture has shut up everyone under sin, so that the promise of faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. We cannot be justified by our keeping of God's law, but we are justified when we repent of our sins and believe in the one who perfectly kept every jot and tittle of the law. In Christ Jesus, we are Abraham's descendants. 
We are heirs according to the promise. We enjoy all the blessings, all the responsibilities, and the inheritance of the children of God. In King Jesus, we are all one. In King Jesus, between us, there is a perfect unity and also a diversity. Unity and diversity among the adopted sons of God. And this reflects the glorious truth of the God we serve, who is one God in three persons, the immutable perfection of unity and diversity. What manner of love is this, that we should be called the children of God? Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.